minutes remaining. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Daily Happy. Today is Friday, September 1st, 2023. I'm Allison Burns. I'm Lulu Picard. And whether you're waking up or winding down, we want to be there for you. Yes, and you can be there for us just by telling someone about this podcast or about our other podcast. Just be like, hey, have you heard these girls? They're kind of fun. And we would love to bring them into the community. And then you can all be friends. And then we can all have things to talk about. Yeah. All right, here's something to talk about. I saved this article because the title got me. And then I realized once I read the whole thing, I was like, I have to share this with our listeners and with you. So the title of this article from Forbes is The Restaurant of Mistaken Orders. Okay. What it is, is in Tokyo, there's this restaurant where you place your order with the wait staff and you're basically happy to get bad service. Maybe you ordered grilled fish, but when they bring it, it's actually sushi. Or all of a sudden the waitress mixes things up. They give you the wrong meal. They bring you a glass of water that was meant to be delivered to another table. Okay. But here's why this is not any sort of like crazy performance art. It's because all of the waiters and waitresses at this restaurant in Tokyo all have dementia. Oh, wow. And it's not a flaw. This is a feature. It is the qualification for the job. Oh, wow. And it's literally called the restaurant of mistaken orders. (laughs) Okay. And so cute. I know. And basically it started as this very sweet way because one of the um, guys who started the restaurant, his grandmother had dementia, but she still needed to work to help support the family. And they were having issues with that. So basically they created this business where anyone with dementia could apply and work at this restaurant as the staff, as the wait staff. And it's now brought with like this kind, like very, uh, almost a funny, like laughter. They said it's a big, you know, thing there because they'll say, oh, we ask for a, you know, a straw, but all of a sudden they'll bring the straw to someone who's drinking coffee. And people think that's <laughs> adorable, right? So it's an entire like movement. And they said people living with dementia are actually, um, you know, if they're if they're being led in and raised in the right atmosphere, they can be very happy. They can be helpful. They can be communicative. They can be gracious. And mm-hmm. they said as long as this staff is you know, having fun. They keep everything very simple. They have cheerful uniforms. They're engaged. And they said they have very simple tasks. But even those tasks sometimes get messed up because they forget the roles, you know, they start to reverse orders in their head and whatnot. But the customers know coming in that this is part of the experience. Oh, that's great. And they get to work. So they still get to be in society and working and doing thing. And that I think that's awesome. Yeah. And what I didn't know too, is that Um, Japan actually has a very large population of older people in, and this is not normal. I guess a lot of uh, who are working, Mm. um, a lot of people from other countries, like the, the, the older you get, you start to not work as much, but in Japan, they have one of the largest populations of older people who work. And so There are 35 million people suffering from dementia worldwide. It's actually expected to increase to 115 million around uh, 2050. 
And so they said, we want to, the, per, the person who organized this restaurant, um, last name is Ogani, said, we want to change society, become more caring, easygoing, and so that we all can live together in harmony. So they basically created this and they hope other people will take, you know, initiative as well to try to give our, you know, older people who are suffering with dementia, Alzheimer's, you know, the same kind of respect to work, make money, but in a non like threatening environment. Yeah. You that's know? really great. Yeah. I thought it was cute. I would love to go. I would love because, to go. You know, I love to be told what to eat. So I feel like it's kind of that anyway. Yeah, you just eat whatever they serve you. It's actually perfect for you. It's so perfect. Um, Now, along with that, I wanted to look up just because that was now my theme for the day was like Alzheimer's dementia. So I, I actually looked up a Healthline article and it's an entire article that's dedicated to what jobs are best for people who are suffering from Alzheimer's and dementia and the people that want to work, right? Sure. Um, a lot of them actually qualify for social security. So if you or someone you love is diagnosed with Alzheimer's or dementia, you can actually look into that and you can actually um, receive those accommodations. But it is possible to still work after a diagnosis, especially if you're employer knows what's happening. So basically, people with Alzheimer's, people with dementia, um, you can actually go to the Americans with Disabilities Act and they have all of these like accommodations that you can look up on their site as well. But depending on your symptoms, like you want your employer to give you simple job tasks. You want to have additional time for training, for learning. You want to have written information and checklists. I mean, but as I was reading through all of these, I was like, this is something that I even want. Like I want very clear, yes, clear, (laughs) precise. I'm like, what are we doing? Like, this is what everyone should have. Um, It also talks about color coding systems. And I was like, I do that with my calendars, Um, voice instructions. And I realized very quickly, even over the past like year of my life that I am an audio learner. And I audio and visual, I'm not I can't read and learn. Mm -hmm. And I've just figured that out. Like, in my 40s, which is crazy to me, I digress, because I feel like that there's some there's something that needs to happen as a as a kid. And maybe they do that now and they just didn't do it when I was a kid. But I didn't know that until very recently that I'm not someone who can read and comprehend. It's interesting. You Well, OK, there's there's a couple things to talk about there. But first of all, I agree. We should we should be more aware of how people learn differently and how we learn differently and how we receive information and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, Secondly, I've watched you teach yourself things and you always go to videos with lots of wordy descriptions. But I'm listening. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Descriptions that they're saying. Yeah. Like you like description, you like to them to show the thing and then also describe every single step they're doing. Right. Yeah. Because I've watched you teach yourself skills off a YouTube video like (laughs) 75,000 times. I'll be like, hey, do you know how to, I don't know, change a a lock on this thing? And be like, I will in 10 minutes. I'm like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I always thought, because I'm that person that I think that's why I never enjoyed reading. Because I would read a chapter of a book and then put it down and go, "I, I I don't know what I just read. It like didn't stick that way. No, I literally, I was like, what was I doing for 30 minutes? 
Like, I can't even tell you a character's name, like nothing. But I've been really into documentaries lately and mm-hmm. I can watch a documentary and tell you remaining. everything about like Chernobyl. <laughs> but I could tell you nothing about the history book I read about when I was 16 about it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's, I was like, why are kids not watching these documentaries about Waco? And about, I mean, I've gone down rabbit holes the past few months, but um, yeah, it's crazy to me. Yeah, you're right. I know. I just wish, and maybe there is a more simple way nowadays than there was when we were growing up to like know that, but I don't know. Because I doubt that they have high schoolers that they're like, oh, you don't learn well reading. We'll have you go in this room and watch a movie about it. I don't know. I actually think that good teachers do do that. Yeah. I think good teachers are trying to figure out how their students are are accessing information at all times. Yeah, that's true. You know, like it, like you've done it without even know, realizing it, right? So like yeah. if there's somebody that needs to be shown rather than told, mm-hmm. then you show rather than tell. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, because Hannah's in that boat, right? Like we just got the new like, hey, this is what we, you know, think that she needs to have because she's dyslexic and she, you know, has trouble reading. So she does all these like extra things mm-hmm. and they even said to her they sent out this like summer reading list my poor kid struggled so bad and I had to call the teacher and I was like hey what this can't be she's taken an hour to read half a page and they're like oh we're so sorry yes yeah, she can do the audiobook I was like Boom. okay great but like you know that's what I'm hoping they do for everyone Nine, you know yeah oh, 10 seconds Seven, oh. well six Hello. Basically, there's a job for everyone if you have the right people giving you the... 